This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. Now here's a word from our sponsors. I'm Elizabeth Fay, and I am a huge Schedulisty fan, enthusiast, um, promoter. So what Schedulisty can really do for your business and what it can do for your life um, is so amazing. So it's a modern tool that's going to help you systemize all the procedures in your business. And they're probably some of them are ones you didn't even know you have or you should have. It's going to systemize them. It's going to make everything streamlined and do it for you while you sleep. And this is the way that you can make more money and have more quality of life. So everything from upping your rebooking rates to taking deposits, helping you enforce your no-show and cancellation policies, all the way to your email marketing, and even the way you get tipped and process payments. It's like having a front desk, an assistant, and a virtual assistant all in one in your pocket for such an affordable price. So if you haven't already gotten... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, CEO and founder of Schedulicity, and we're proud to bring you this amazing podcast. I'm sitting with my best bud, Tom. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Chilling like a villain. Dude, uh, our guest today, yep. I, I, she could be Lex Luger's uh, niece, right? She has one <laughs> of these superhero names. I was thinking about the other day when, you know, we have uh, this podcast coming up, and it's, you know, her name is such a, like, it's either a villain or a superhero, right? But it's like, I can see Lex Luthor's niece. I'm, I'm, go- I'm going with the superhero. Okay. You know, but, but if you think about it, though, right, like even the villains are somebody's superhero. That's true. Right. Hey, that's true. You yeah. know, I think I think I think the uh, I think the musical Wicked uh, proved that. Right. It's somebody's somebody's superhero. Touche. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Hamilton, too. But that's a whole nother. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, you have to see it. It's so I, good. I know. I, 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 I want to. I want to. I know. Right. I, it's really I, I've seen it 30 times, though, or something like totally. Embarrassed to admit to. <laughs> All right, so uh, yes, she's a superhero, and what she's mainly a superhero for is being a salon owner, being a kick-ass coach, and she's a superhero about retail. Guess what we're talking about today? Retail. We're talking about a little bit about retail. She's going to be your superhero with the retail department. <laughs> That's it, right? So a couple of weeks ago, we had the conversation with Michelle Pritchard, and she talked about affiliate marketing, and today we're talking to Lexi Lomax. Lexi Lomax also... Uh, 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 deals with uh, with affiliate marketing. Well, Lex Luger, Lexi Lomax. Come on, I, I got you, man. Right. I got. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she feels you. She just hung up the phone. She just hey, clicked that? out. She just gave me the finger. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what's up with I'm that, joking. man. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, let's do it. Shall we get in? Let's do it. So, Miss Lexi Lomax, welcome to your day off. Hello. Thank you guys for having me, Tony and Corey. I always look forward to it. And I don't know about being a superhero or a villain. I'll just be me and hopefully that'll work for you guys today. You're a retail superhero. All right. I'll take it. Yeah, but you got to admit, I mean, 
somebody had to say that to you before that you know because that is such a cool name, Lexi Lomax. That is, you know, it's kind of tough. I know, it's so funny. So uh, I get comments on it all the time, and it's it's crazy because it's not my married name, but I. It, I just I don't know. Lexi Oldenburg doesn't quite have the same ring. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's yeah. definitely not a super. Well, that's the that that's the cape the, became a flag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. So, Lex, man, what's up, man? We haven't talked in a while. Have you been? But first off, have you seen Hamilton or have you seen Wicked? Um, I have seen both actually, and I loved Hamilton. Like I would just, I, I actually saw it in person and then on Disney plus now I've watched it a bunch and it's yeah. just, I love, I love it. it. It's so good. It is so good. As a history dude, man, I, 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 I love, 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 love it. And, you know, talking back to my kind of Hamilton historically has kind of been a villain. So it's kind of neat to kind of watch like a, like a rebrand, <laughs> rebranding of a, of a 200 year old American <laughs> Well, this, this this superhero villain was uh, right on time. <laughs> it, it works out. Lex, dude, welcome, man. Hey, so um, so yeah, I want to I want to get into affiliate marketing and stuff. And I know that I, I know that um that, that that you and Michelle have out, been out there, you know, um, talking about it. Um, certainly more than more than most. So let, let's get into it. Yeah, for sure. Michelle is the queen of affiliate marketing. Like she is just hands down so great at delivering and showing a great way to, to, to show products. Right. And that, and those, the way that, that she shows the products and the tools and all this stuff is so integral to any type of retail, uh, right. If, whether that's in person online through an affiliate link or selling a direct product. Um, and, and for me, I like to think of affiliate marketing as just another portion of your retail portfolio or your retail offerings, whether you're a salon owner or a rental stylist, a suite owner, whatever it is you do. Um, it's just another part of the retail equation. Love that. I love it. It's kind of, she's made it, she simplified it a little, right? Like, like this is it. It's just, it's just another, another tool kind of thing. Yeah. Do, do you totally. find it, do you, do you find it helpful now that, um, and I'm, I'm going to make a broad statement here, but now that clients aren't spending as much time in the salon, do you, do you feel, or I, I'm on, I'm of the opinion that, that maybe it's helpful, you know, since we're, since they're not spending as much time in the salon or as many visits that they can still um, get their retail. Absolutely. And I think that it's so helpful because it's opened up additional conversations between us and our clients in terms of what they're buying, how they're buying it and who they're buying it from. And then you can lead into the conversation of like, support me, your stylist by using this link or buying in salon or whatever. Just it's, it's opened up a whole new ballgame, I think, for us. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity as a salon owner and as a stylist, because we didn't have it before all of this so mainstream. It just seemed like something only bloggers did, right? And and you're like, swipe up. But really, I think that stylists and, and salon beauty professionals, we're like the OG swipe up. Like think about all the things that we refer our clients to that are outside of our four worlds of the salon. And so now we have this like totally in sync opportunity to share what our clients already are buying. That's that's a great point. I, I got to tell you, actually, I used that point 
Um, little known fact, like we're trying to like bring more guests in from even outside of our industry, but just like people yeah. that would be interested, people that our industry would be interested in. But what you said is exactly my pitch. And my pitch is, is that you need to come on because we talk to thousands of hairdressers, you know, tens of thousands of hairdressers um, per per month. And, and, and each one of those hairdressers, you know, they see, you know, 100, 200 people per month. So, you know, if, if, if our industry likes you, then, you know, the conversation is going to continue on past our own conversation. So that's actually my pitch. But, but you're right, though. I mean, how many times do we recommend, like, restaurants or, or recommend, uh, you know, like, I, I mean, everything. I've recommended movies, dumb, shows, dumbbells, I mean, yeah. you know, where to get dumbbells, workout. I mean, you know, even, even like workout programs. Where to go for vacation and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Everything. Because Tony's, uh, Tony's the master at getting uh, cheap vacation deals. Oh, I'm going to need that tip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's truly one of the main things when I was building my clientele um, and, and now that when I help assistants in my program at the salon, I just say to them, you just have to be a connector. It's really important to be a connector to your clients so that you stay top of mind when they're not right in front of you. And that was you know, when I was building my clientele there, we didn't social media. I think you, that didn't exist or it wasn't a part of my strategy. That's for sure. So, but that still exists, but now we can do it with so many different avenues online and, and affiliate marketing is just one more way that we grow our profits to grow our businesses. I love that. Be, be the connector. I love that. Be the connector. I think that that might be the name of this podcast. here. All right. <laughs> but that's so true. You know what I mean? Cause Again, like what we were just saying, that we, we do we we connect our clients with and and vice versa, they connect us as well, right? So we can continue to connect other people. It's just it that, that phrase, the connector, it was it, it spot on. I I kind of um and let me and Lexi, let me know if this is how you're using it too. I kind of like the uh, the affiliate marketing too, because if you recommend a brand and you send an email, now you have a direct link. It's not like hey, next time you're in the salon. Right. Like like they can they can they can pick up that bubble gum at the checkout counter and just and, and just buy now kind of thing. Right. Absolutely. And, and there's things that I mean, there's a million different ways to, to incorporate affiliate marketing into your business. But one thing that you can do is I mean, or one thing that that often happens is the client goes to buy whatever you recommended but then they buy the tools and then they buy and then they buy and then they buy. So they're using, because we all like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I sit in bed on Amazon and I'm just like, it's that online shopping mentality where you're just like, yeah, I'll add that. And oh, I could probably buy that. And the same thing happens when we've recommended one thing and that's why it took you to the store, but something is different in the way that our minds operate online. I think because it's not, I mean, I don't know what the science is behind that, but you buy more online. And so it opens opportunities that maybe it's not something that you mentioned, or maybe you did, but they forgot about it. And now they're going to click an add to cart, add to cart, and you get paid that commission that. on those products, potentially while you're on vacation or sleeping. Yeah, especially we, we've become such a online buying society. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it makes it that much easier. Our clients are already used to doing it. You know what I mean? So it just, it becomes supernatural to get the products that you use uh, in their hair 
get it in their hands, uh, you know, within a day or two uh, at their doorstep. They don't have to leave the house. That's it. You know, Lexi actually opened uh, opened up my eyes to something, and that is like if you start this affiliate uh, um, this affiliate marketing programs, that it's very important to keep talking about the brush that you use or keep talking about the. I mean, how many times have your have your clients asked you where you get gator clips from? You know, I used to keep some and I would just give it to them. If they asked about it, I go, here, here, take this home, you know, because, well, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. But but it's really important that we talk about those things, you know, hey, I'm using this blow dryer, I'm using this brush or, you know, this brush does X, Y, Z. And then to have that in your in your store, it's absolutely brilliant. It is brilliant. You know? Well, and, and one of the things, too, is that it takes, with gen, in retail in general, it takes anywhere from 11 to 22 touch points before someone commits to buy based on, you know, like whoever did that research. I don't know. So I say 17 times because that seems like right in the middle. And that's a lot of times that I need to say, I love this shampoo. We're using this shampoo on you today. I like this shampoo because it does X, Y, and Z. It has, and you're not going to do that all in one appointment in general. You're, you're not. That's Otherwise, that's all you would talk about. So, And there's multiple products you're recommending, tools and things like that. And that's why it's so important that we're consistent in sharing and educating and, and making sure our clients know what we're using and why we like it in general. Right. Do you... um what? Can you kind of walk us through how you've actually used affiliate marketing? You know, like, like what's your conversation like? Um, I, I will tell you this, and this is just being frank and honest, and, and nobody's paying us for this podcast, but I've had a little bit of struggle actually signing up for some of the affiliate marketing. I find it very cumbersome um, getting on the websites and doing it. Have you found any workarounds, or is there anybody that's kind of, you know, making it a little bit easier or finding it or whatever? Yeah. So the two affiliate programs that I have used and that I con- consistently am using right now um, are Unite and Amica. And those are the, they're, they're super simple to sign up like logistically. Um, and, and that for me wasn't an issue, but it, it can be cumbersome in terms of if you've never done stuff online like that, and then you have to put the link in your bio and, and keep track of stuff. I mean, there can be some, some tips there for sure. But for me, I just have, well, specifically in my business as a salon owner, I was like, okay, uh, we're doing pickup days. We're doing all this stuff when we were closed, but more than that, it was about like, how can we get products into clients' hands if maybe they're not comfortable to come to the salon, if they don't, if they are, if they maybe are still working and can't come to the pickup day or whatever. And I didn't want to go to the post office a ton, like all of this extra junk, like it's another job when things were, were pretty stressful. Right. And so that's when I started to really incorporate affiliate marketing into my salon business saying like, Hey, we, you can come by the salon. We have the products. We'd love to see you. We're giving you goodie bags. We're doing all this extra love and, and really trying to connect with the clients that way. But also you can use this link and go online. It'll ship to your house. And because the companies are, you know, relatively fast at shipping, it shows up in a few days and the salon still gets credit. Um, for me as a salon owner, I really like working, uh, with unite on this because they had, have it set up. So like all of my renters would, we share the commission together. So they really thought about the salon owner in a perspective, because I know with affiliate marketing, some salon owners are like, wait a minute, you just cut my portion of the pie right out. And so I I appreciate that with them. And, and then it just, it's something that we sell in the salon. So our customers are used to it. It's easy. 
and it worked really simply. With Amika, we sold tools like Wild and and it just, it's, it was simple to just share. I made a reel, um, like an Instagram reel with a, a deep waiver that Amika has. And I mean, it just, people were like, oh my gosh, can I get this at the salon? And then I would just send them the link and say, you know, you can get it through the link or you can pick it up in the salon either way, whatever's good for them. Because for me, affiliate marketing, incorporating it into my business was how can I serve my client best the way that they want to shop right now, because everything has been sort of redefined and I don't think that it's finished, but what do my clients need and how can I pivot to meet them where they are? And that's really the, the simplest way that I started using it. Wow. Yeah. I love that. It's <laughs> huge. And, and what she just spoke about pivoting, you know, it's important for us to pivot as well and not get stuck in, an old mindset of, you know, brick and mortar or just, uh, you know what I mean? This is how it is. This has always been this way forever mm -hmm. and continue to do that. Uh, you know, because if you do that, you're going to get left behind, you know what I mean? And, and especially with the podcast, our job is, 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 you know, Nina actually has the, the, the name, <laughs> no stylist <laughs> left behind, but you know what I mean? We, we want to keep everybody informed and everybody up to date. So everybody can keep up with, technology good things are moving changing like yeah. you said it's evolving and it's not done yet yeah no definitely not well actually i mean i think we can the three of us can discuss this i mean i kind of think that brands are about five years too late not too late because it's never too what's that old <laughs> chinese proverb you know best time to grow a tree was 20 years ago second right. time is today <laughs> you know i mean i think it took a pandemic you know for, for them to to kind of figure out how this would work but 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 you're right lexi i mean when we kind of think about the supply chain you know with this direct marketing, like somebody's going to get screwed in this and, and, mm -hmm. and, and where, you know, you said Unite is kind of, um, has made it uh, easier on the salon owner. I don't know if all, I don't know what all, all I don't have an opinion. I don't know what the other brands are doing if, if in fact they're doing that, but, um, but it sounds like to me right now it's the distributors that are getting squeezed a little bit here because now it's almost direct to direct to direct to hunt. Right. Exactly. And that's one of the conversations that, you know, it's, it's kind of tough because as a salon owner, I also have to face my rep and I'm not buying from that rep that works from X, Y, and Z supply house or distributor or whatever. And so it's just, it's been a conversation that I've been really frank and honest because we're all just doing the best we can. And, and that's why it's like, yes, it's an opportunity. It can be a tactic, a part of your retail strategy, but it doesn't have to be the whole thing. You know, you still, and, and I think that there's going to be a shift that we're going to continue to see in how this all plays out. Like the commissions probably won't stay as high as they are. Right. Um, they'll, you'll see kind of a shift happening. And, and frankly, you make more money when I sell you the physical thing right there. My, my profit is higher, the percentage. So people, you know, we're getting more cognizant on that. It was a, a really great immediate jolt of income for us when things were closed. And now it's how do I incorporate that into my business moving forward and still do business in a way that makes me feel good and take care of the relationships that I have because that rep still does a lot for me, you know? And it's to me, this is how I run my business. Some people operate strictly on a, on a profit margin and that's okay. That's definitely one way to do business. But I still wanna have those relationships with those people because as we know, and as we've experienced this year, stuff changes fast. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I was going to say, you know, you're saying about the rep, you're talking about the salon and 
So how how does that work between a stylist and salon or salon uh, owner? Owner, yeah. Yeah, so it can be super tricky. And I actually, in my coaching groups, have had different stylists say like, well, what, what, I, I want to sell this. I want to put a link in my bio because I'm going to make a higher commission direct through the co- corporation or, you know, the, the manufacturer. And, but then also my salon owner needs to sell stuff because we've been closed. Like, how do I do this? And I'm like, you need to have a conversation. Like you need to have a conversation. If you are employed by someone, the last thing you'd want to do is jeopardize that relationship for like 15 bucks. You know, like that's, that's instant money that might deter or change your future. Right. If, if you work by yourself, try it, you know, if, and make sure it works for you before you jump all in. Um, but between a salon owner and a stylist, so my salon, I have 25 gals, but they're all rental. So we are, I'm, I'm an open book. I, I sent my girls the link and said, Hey guys, like, I know you're not making any money go ahead and try this. And, but of course, as a salon owner who wants to protect my business, I said, I'd really like it if you you use these brands. And I only sent the links to the brands we sell that had affiliate programs, because ultimately that's still planting the seeds for future retail. Even if the person never buys, if, if Mallory, one of my stylists says, Hey, to her client, check this out. This is our favorite seven seconds leave-in. Then that's just one more time. She's heard about seven seconds leave-in right? Like, so to me, it was like, this is a win-win across the board. And if the girls can make a little bit of cash, it all will come back. That, that was my perspective. But I heard from many other salon owners that they were like, absolutely not. Like this is, it was a scarcity mindset thing really. Um, and, and I understand that, but probably the fear of it was greater than the actual loss of it because it's a lot of work to do affiliate marketing properly. And I will tell you that some of my biggest retail sellers would rather text their client directly and say, Hey, you can just pick this up at the salon, then go through making a video, posting it. Like they didn't, they just didn't do it. Right. That makes sense. There's that, there's that extra work to, to, to kind of do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So it's sort of like yeah, social yeah. media in general, right? You got those mm-hmm. that are on top of it and you got those that don't want to be not. a part of it. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love the options, but I also, I love what you've done, Lexi. And I don't, and, and I don't know if I, I like how you gave clients different options, right? We still have it in house, right? We still have it here. So we're running our business. Like we've always ran our business, but here, this is an extra benefit to you, the style, the guest or the, or, or the client that comes in. I, I, I kind of love that approach to it as opposed to like clearing off your shelves and saying, I'm only going, uh, only going to be a, a online store. And that way, you know, it also helps the distributor too. I, I bet in the long run when the numbers come out, I bet, I bet everybody, you're right. Everybody's going to win in this. I do think so. I, I, I just think that there's too many types of, of buyers for this online only thing to, it's it just, it's, it's breaking the mold of what we're already habitually doing in the salon, right? Like we are, we're in person, we're touchy feely. Yes, we have a mask on whatever, but they're used to taking that shampoo tangibly as well. So I just don't think that it's, it's going to overnight flip to that. I know that there's some cool concepts and some very like digital new agey, you know, salons coming across and doing things like that. And I think that's awesome. They can try it first and we'll learn. Right. Um, but I think a, a hybrid is, is probably what would ensure the most success for now. 
I think I think so. I you know it's weird though, and you just you just again open my eyes to something. You said that there's different kind of shoppers, and there are different kind of shoppers. And and the thing is, is that as an industry, we've also been bitching about Amazon for ten years, right? So mm-hmm. this is this is kind of a way. So to capture those Amazon, maybe that's who the guests that you're going after, right? You're going after the guests that already shop on Amazon. So so you're trying you you're 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 I don't know if you said it on the podcast or pre talk, but like we're meeting them where they are. Right. We're mm-hmm. meeting them. They're already online shoppers. So let's meet them online as opposed to as opposed to when they walk out the door, they're sitting in their car buying products, you know. Right. And then and then there's nothing back to us. Right. If they're just going to go buy it online. I mean, I have had conversations inside of my coaching groups and even in the salon, I've had a personal client say, can I take a picture of this so I can find it later online? And I was like, of course you can, but I can also send you a link and, you know, we price match, we do all that stuff. And then that leads you right into the conversation because we do complain about Amazon so much. Um, rightly so I think. Um, but you know, she just likes to buy stuff online cause her credit cards already in there or whatever. Like, so, and then she said, Oh, I could buy it from you online. Yes. You know, because maybe she doesn't get paid till next week or I don't know. Right. Like whatever those things are that move people to buy at a certain time. Yeah. And then at the, on the flip side, you got the buyers that they want to smell the fragrance. They want to mm-hmm. they want to try on the clothes before they purchase it online. You know what I mean? They, they want to make sure it fits. So you're right. I mean, you, we're meeting them where that particular group of buyers are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One one also thing that I'd like to point out is that because the the profit is higher in salon, granted there's more cost involved, right? You have an employee possibly to do it. You have to stock the product and have your shelves full of money. Uh, there's you know it's different, totally different. Um, affiliate marketing opens a spot for a lower threshold to entry, right? You don't have anything to lose. You just share a, a link. But in salon, the profits are higher. Yes, it costs you more to do business. But I am trying to thank my clients additionally for buying in salon. So we're giving them goodie bags and free samples and really trying to solidify that relationship and let them know that we appreciate them buying from us additionally because there are so many options that may not have our name tied to it at all. Does um with 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 Unite or Amica have they run like sales like on their affiliate marketing um, pages as well and and are you it, once you become an affiliate market are you informed of those sales or or when they go or when our clients go to the uh, the website they're like oh here it is twenty percent off right well and that can be tricky too so there have been and not exactly in my salon but with other people that I've worked with companies offer a discount. And then you don't know, but your client bought it there. And then they come in, they're like, hey, are you offering that sale too? Because we want to buy something additional. And so what I've done is tried to like keep up, right? But you're not always notified. I mean, it just depends on the company and how they operate. And and if you follow their social media to see what they're doing, you really got to stay connected if you're going to, if you're going to play this game hard. Um, and if you're going to introduce it to your clients, because if you don't introduce it to your clients, they're probably not going to find it right? Like they're not going to get on that email list just because. So I've said, we'll honor any sale as well. Like we run concurrently with the companies if, if that comes up, but, um, it's, it's really a matter of just how you position it with your clients and, and that 
you have to be tied into that brand too. Because if you're just selling some willy-nilly product because they offered a high commission and now you switch to selling that online, but in salon you offer something else, like you, it's not going to work long-term. So going deep with the brand that you love and being able to support those sales once a year, whenever they do that, or during like the, the shutdown, there was lots of sales. And we actually offered deeper sales because to me, it was moving product rather than having, you know, $10,000 sit on my shelf. I thought if I could recoup some of that during this time and pay bills, I mean, it's all about strategy with inventory and all kinds of stuff. Um, but it, it really was important to me to know what the companies were offering for a sale so that I didn't look like the goober that they're like, well, I could buy it from them on sale. And it's like, oh no, 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 no. We're, we are in partnership with that brand and we're offering the same thing. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> know, right? <laughs> well, it, it's not though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just a matter of of really keeping things simple. Like I don't sell a lot of different products. We only sell brands and and work with companies that we feel really do support what we were trying to do in the salon. And so when you have a bunch of stuff going on, it's hard to manage it all. And so simplifying your business, you know, really helps entirely. Right. And I guess with the distributor, you get the advantage of getting those free samples and, you know, goodie bags and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Cause otherwise I don't know where you get them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where do you get them right <laughs> if it ain't from tom coming in to see you once a week you know what um what uh how have you seen like the is there is there is there similar language right a, a, or similar strategies between whether you're selling affiliate marketing whether it's through an email campaign or whether it's through online or anything is the conversation kind of the same i think the conversation is exactly the same in terms of how you position the product, right? So there's a lot of different ways to do that, whether that's, you know, sharing on social media, how you share in the salon, and one big, like, watch out or tip there is to do the same thing, right? Like, however you talk about the product in the salon is exactly how you should talk about the product online. Repeat yourself a ton online because they're not going to see it one time and they won't remember if they see it again. And, and then beyond that, it's just really about a conversation. It's why do you like it? What does it do? What does it do for them? What solutions does it solve? You know, like, are there features and benefits? Is there a special ingredient that really speaks out to you that you can describe so it makes sense why it works? Things like that. You just share organically whatever you would share in the salon, share that online, and, and hopefully do it again and again and again, and it will lead the customer to buy. Really, the, the only thing that's different is the call to action, which is, click this link or would you like to buy it today when you're in the salon, you know, putting it in their hand, putting it on the shelf, like all those like old school kind of retail things at the end, the close is different, but, but really, I mean, you talk about it exactly the same because you're still selling shampoo or a texture spray or whatever else. Like the pitch is the same. The clothes can be different. Yeah, the ask is different. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. How have your, uh, I, well, I assume it's mixed, but, but how has your salon responded? Like, like the, the actual renters in, in the salon, how, how have they reacted or how not reacted, uh, but how have they, how they accepted it or not accepted it or whatever? Yeah. So I think when we were closed, everyone was more gung ho. If I'm just going to share, honestly, they were looking for a solution. We didn't know what we were up against time-wise. It was like, 
see what sticks, right? And, and so everybody was, was game, shared the links. Of course, just like anything else, some people shared more, some people shared less. Um, some people had great success selling product to people that don't live locally, which is another key thing to, to point out about affiliate marketing. But it, it definitely, I mean, across the board, everybody had kind of a different take. And again, I have 25 renters. So some people didn't even sign up, right? Like, and that's their, that's their choice. They were like, no, I'm just going to send people to the salon because I know that that's better for the salon. But other people were like, no, we need options. And so I would say during the shutdown, first and second, because I'm in California, um, the affiliate marketing played a larger role. But now that we're back in the salon, it's kind of more off the shelf kind of stuff. And then if somebody wants to buy in between an appointment, that's when the link gets sent more often or like, hey, just checking up to see if you needed any product. I haven't seen you, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe for clients that aren't comfortable to come back yet, that's definitely a really nice way to serve them still. So everybody's been obviously at, at different degrees of commitment to the affiliate part, but it still is a part of the conversation. So it's not like we only did it during the shutdown and now it's over. Well, another, once again, you open my eyes to another thing too. Like, let's say you have like a long-term, like long, meaning like you do a balayage and you don't see them for six months. You can reach out to them at the 90 day point and mm -hmm. go, Hey, you should be out of shampoo. You know? So here's a link. And that that's like a natural kind of like, like take there too. Yeah, make sure you're taking care of your hair, your color. Uh -huh. Love it. Right. Like you should be out of that purple shampoo. Exactly. Right. Uh, does Fanola have a uh, have an affiliate program? Yes, they do. Fanola does, and I am I should have mentioned that in the beginning because I did sign up for that one, but I haven't like pushed it as much because I just didn't. And we had a large stock of Fanola in the salon, but I did sign up for it, and it was pretty simple as well. But they definitely do, yeah, for the the no orange and the no yellow. Oh, I love that. I love those products. Hey, so um, when and correct me if I'm wrong, but but but. When, when it, initially when, when product companies went online, we were kind of handcuffed about who we could sell to, right? So with the affiliate marketing, are we still handcuffed in the same way or can I open up my affiliate marketing to like, like, could I do my, like, like on my Facebook account, I I'm friends with all my high school people. Can I, can I start pushing the product to them? Can I start pushing the product, um, you know, outside of, outside of, you know, just our, our, our zip code? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to check with whoever you're working with that they ship internationally to know where they are, not internationally, but nationally. Um, and in some, we did have a client that was like, hey, can I buy this? I'm in Mexico. And we were like, absolutely, but you can't ship it to Mexico, you know, like, because they didn't ship internationally. So you just want to check where people ship to um, and, and then just make sure, you know, you don't share misinformation. But yeah, you, we shipped all over the country via our affiliate links. Like, I didn't go to the post office. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Perfect. Lex, uh, like, if I wanted to join your coaching program, how do I find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Lomax, L-O-M-A-X dot Lexi, L-E-X-I. And then um, just hang out with me online anywhere or my website is LexiLomax.com. But yeah, I have small group coaching and we, we just go to town. I'm all about really empowering stylists to have the business that they know they deserve to have, but just haven't quite figured out how to get there. Mm, love it. And uh, we did talk to Lexi, shoot, was it a year ago, Lex? 
I'm not sure. Like we talked to COVID, COVID's messed me up as far as like my timeline, my year timeline. Right. But, but anyways, if you go back a few episodes, you'll, you, you can, you can also uh, hear all about uh, Lexi and how she kind of found the industry and, and all that stuff. Dude, we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for, for spending, you know, I don't know about 30 minutes with us. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a friend of the podcast and just sharing so much with our listeners. Oh, well, thank you guys for having me and thank you for, you know, enlightening our industry on so many topics and, and bringing so many of us to the conversation. Well, thanks, Lex. Miss Alexi Lomax, thank you very, very much for joining us on your Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. Peace and hair grease.